0: The following program contains important but graphic material. These topics are designed to foster discussion, but may be objectionable to some. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Exploited! Crimes Against Humanity. This program is a training program on human trafficking, sextortion, social media exploitation, and child pornography based on actual cases. Our mission is to eradicate human exploitation and bring predators to justice. Now, here is the host of the program Opal Singleton.
1: Hello and welcome to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. We appreciate you joining us today. We are going to talk about the many faces of pimping. Why on earth would I do that? Well, I think there's a lot of misconceptions out there. I have been working combating human trafficking, sextortion, social media exploitation, and child pornography now for over 10 years. Actually, going on 12 years now. I, I don't know where the time went. But one of the things that I do know is is that most of us have a very small level of knowledge about it, and there are a huge amount of misperceptions. And so I think I, I got to thinking about it this week, and I really want to take this on. I guess what stimulated it I'm just getting call after call after call or email about uh, Wayfair. And uh, whether or not that is sex trafficking, there is a lot of misinformation out there. Uh, Wayfair does not appear, at least on the surface. Now, I'm not going to say they're absolutely because I don't know the inside skinny on the whole thing. Uh, But on the surface, that appears to be a sham. Uh, We'll just hit it right off the bat. It looks like to me that it was a... um, a corporate effort gone wrong that uh, the corporation was you know highlighting missing and runaway kids on one side and their you know do good part of their corporation and in the meantime they put up some industrial cabinets that they uh, storage that they didn't define so they're high-end storage without definition and somebody jumped to the conclusions uh, there are a lot of people now when I when I first started there was probably maybe there were probably maybe In Southern California, four or five organizations, and there are well over 150 moving into 200 uh, organizations to combat, trafficking, and I applaud you all. But if we're going to do this, let's work with facts. Let's don't work with fantasy. Let's don't work with melodrama. Let's don't work with inflated numbers. We need to understand the reality of how this takes place. Pimping is not about sex. Let's get that that misconception out. Sex is used uh, to exploit people in many ways, and sex is used for money, and a lot of pimping is about the money and money laundering. Pimping is about mind control, it is about power, it is about exploitation, it is about owning and destroying another person for your own personal gain. And quite frankly, it permeates every level of our society. From high rollers like Epstein, which we'll talk about, he was a CEO pimp to a common street pimp. But we have madams, we have foreign recruiters, we have vacation pimps uh, out there, we have family pimps, we have female pimps. 60% of the people of the girls recruited into sex trafficking are retru- recruited by another girl. It is all about the exploitation of another human being for personal gain. Sometimes it is uh, just the emotional controlling of it. Uh, They're sociopathic in many cases. Sometimes it's a gang thing and part of the income structure and kind of an economic business deal, if you will. Uh, Sometimes it's all about money laundering. And sometimes it's about uh, both state, national and federal cartels. So we're going to look at it in this show on the full spectrum of pimping, all the various techniques, how they're different, how the psychological aspects of it are different, how they control, how they make their money, and like that. On top of it, all pimping involves a grooming process. In other words, it may be a boyfriend who starts out looking like a boyfriend, or it may just start out with gang violence. But there is a grooming process as they break down the, the uh, resistance levels of the victims as they traumatize the victim. It's often called the breaking process in those cases where they change their thinking. It can be as simple as a psychological manipulation maneuvering over a large period of time. I uh, often talk about a survivor who spoke uh, one time that just made a a real impression on my heart. I'll never forget her as long as I live. Uh, She said, I loved him. I would do anything for him. I just wanted him to love me. And that made her available and vulnerable. That is exactly what pimps look for, is that weakness in character. This is the reason why you see Million Kids, that's the organization that is bringing you this this education program right now. That is the reason why you see us spending so much time talking to teenagers about what is available and vulnerable. Available and vulnerable is going on the Internet saying, I'm bored. Or my dad's unemployed, or I just broke up with my boyfriend, or uh, I'm scared, or like that. All of those things put warnings out there. As simple as, I feel bad about myself, I'm getting fat. And that pimp will see that as an opening to take uh, take advantage of that. I, I um, was talking about the survivor. She said, I would do anything for that guy. And he said to me one day, I want you to sleep with my best friend because I need some money and he's willing to pay me and he really thinks you're hot. And I, I, that turns me on that other guys like that. And she said, I will do this, but I won't do that. And pretty soon it got worse. He began to sodomize her and beat her and put her out. And she said, I'll do this, but I won't do that. I don't want to lose him. Again, she is giving away her soul in the need to keep another person to like her. That is the very simple and subtle kind of grooming process. It went on until she was being beaten and had quotas and was on drugs, and it was really terrible. And at the end, she said, one day I woke up, and I realized there was no more that. I'll do this, but not that. And then one day, there's no more that. That is a breaking process that's long and seductive and based on relationships. But there are other kinds of breaking processes. Uh, a female girl will take, uh, get their nails done, get their iPad, befriend them, and take them off to a party. And they get drunk or they get high and they all engage in sex, except this girl finds out she's been filmed and she gets blackmailed. And so that grooming process took place in less than two hours and has immediately put her out for that. Gang pimping and gang breaking can take place immediately and so there is not a long process but each one of those with the pimping starts with a weakness a a flaw in your own self-image in your own self-esteem it'll often start with that damaged goods kind of self-thinking i believe that the the concept of damaged goods is the most uh probably prevalent fear in each and every one in our society. Nobody wants to be damaged goods. So pimps grab right hold of that. And they began to tell you right off the bat, you can't go back because you are damaged. This is the reason for that breaking process. They will often take a photo of you in compromising positions, and they will put that out on the Internet over and over and over, and they will they will rape you. They'll have sex with you in the most horrible ways and then force you to watch that. You watch that and you say to yourself, I can't ever go back. That is part of that breaking process. You're already started into the cycle of PTSD in that case because you are evaluating yourself in an out-of-body experience. And when that happens, you say to yourself, I can't go back. And then the most common, too, is you can't ever go back because I will kill you and I will kill your family. One of the biggest threats they will do is threaten the victim's family or threaten the victim's friend. Make that victim responsible for other people's well-being. That is very, very common. If anyone comes to you and say, I have to do this or they're going to hurt my family, our first reaction is they're not going to do that. But they will, especially if they met you in a live streaming online, live streaming, you can see everybody in the room. By the way, that's true of Discord on your gaming videos also. They will befriend you on those gaming videos, and they are watching to see who else is in the room. And so once they have broken you, they will start to say, I saw your little 12-year-old sister, and she's next. And then she may, they make you responsible for that. That is all part of that breaking and grooming process. Now, pimping and different kinds of pimps use different kinds of psychological methods. It can start with a long-term relationship. Hey, you want to make a little bit of money. Pimping is all about money and mind control. And you are vulnerable either because you want to be loved, be taken care of, be approved of, or you want some easy money. And easy money will be the most expensive money you ever get. That is how the the appeal went out for the uh, Epstein, uh, Giselle Ma- uh, Maxwell. She would go out, and we will talk about that in CEO Pimping. She would go out and offer money and make it seem absolutely harmless. You want to be a rap star. You want to be in uh, reality TV. You want to be a model you want to be a makeup artist. All of those are are ruses that have been used by perfectly normal-looking people that you would never consider pimp. So what I hope to do in today's show is to get that image out of your mind about the guy with all the gold chains and the fur coat, the rap uh, artist. Can they be pimps? Yeah, they can be. And there is a lot of rapping music that promotes pimping. And shows you with all the expensive goods and the fancy cars and the gorgeous women chasing after you, all begging for attention. All of those are scenarios that are real, but they may not be the scenario that is taking place in your community. So the purpose of the next three segments here is to break this down so you will recognize step by step how all of this works so that you will be able to recognize and report and stop it. In all cases, with every pimp, there are victims. You cannot be a pimp if you do not have a victim, because pimping is about exploitation. It is about destroying another human being or using another human being for personal gain. For every pimp that's out there, there is a victim. It is that simple. We are going to be talking about the elements of force, fraud, fear, and coercion in pimping because the difference between being an independent prostitute who controls your own money, controls your own dates, and you share nothing and being an independent service provider is the minute you put a pimp in there, of any kind, whether it's an agent, whether it's a madam, whether it's a gorilla pimp, whether it's a CEO pimp, or whether it's your mama, there will be force, fraud, fear, and coercion, and now you are a victim of human trafficking. My name is Opal Singleton. This show is called Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. We are up against that break, so stay with us. We'll be right back.
2: Streaming live. The leader in internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com
1: safe from predators.
0: Seduced. leaders and first responders about how predators use social media, apps, chat rooms, video games, and the dark web to access, groom, recruit, and exploit young people. It is truly a must-read for every parent, grandparent, and teacher in America. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers, will help you understand how technology makes an innocent teen vulnerable to predators and how to talk to teens to keep them safe. Priced at $15.99 plus $4 shipping, Seduced can be ordered at MillionKids.org. Share this with everyone you know.
2: The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com
0: You are listening to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. If you have a question or comment, please send an email to opal at MillionKids.org. That's O-P-A-L at millionkids.org. Now, back to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Here again is Opal Singleton.
1: Hello and welcome back to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. I am going to start off with uh, organized crime pimps. I, I am going to move into the gorilla pimp because that is the one that we most often see here in Southern California. But quite frankly, uh, and I just recently did a show about uh, big dollar crime in Southern California. and uh, But I want to remind you because all of us get this uh preset image in our mind, and I want to make it clear that that needs to be put aside because there we need to look around. There are many kinds of pimping. In this case, this woman was 50 years old. Her name was Sophia Novice, and she and her daughter were running a large-scale sex trafficking ring out of Irvine, California. She is 50 years old. She lives in Chino Hills, and uh, this was taking place out of an upscale kind of townhome out of Irvine. There was literally a line of men outside this beautiful townhome in Irvine waiting to go in and have sex with three women inside that townhome. These women were being moved all across the United States, and this is all about money laundering. They had more than a million and a half dollars in cash between her and her Uh, Daughter, The women were brought in from China and Korea, and they were being beaten, they were being controlled, they didn't speak English, and they were being forced to have sex over and over and over. Now, we think of that as a uh, cartel sex trafficking ring. It is. But that is a form of pimping, and I want you to think about it in those terms because if you met this woman, you wouldn't think pimp. You, you think you have this kind of preset idea in your head, and I want to help you get that out of your head. There's another case that I often talk about in my trainings, Oriana Martinez and Sully Matos. The, uh, these two women, along with two men, did vacation sex. In other words, they would send out tweets, they would send out uh, videos, they would connect with foreign citizens all over uh, like Dominican Republic and Haiti and uh, El Salvador, Honduras, Nicaragua, and she would offer them to come to the United States and she would set them up over a two-week vacation to have sex with people and she would split the profit. She would handle the advertising. She would handle the logistics of the motels. She would handle all the ads and she would protect them. And they would split the profits. You may not think of that as pimping because it's being done by two attractive, young, uh, looks like Hispanic girls. But you don't think about that as pimping. That is pimping. They are setting up um, literally a sex trafficking ring. The reason this is so important is our society seems to glorify pimping. Think about the environment our kids are raised in. Pimp my ride. Pimp daddy. You know, on Halloween, we're pimping and hoeing everything, okay? It, it seems to glorify it. There is nothing positive about pimping, and we need to set our kids down and explain to them that the way they protect themselves so they don't become vulnerable to this is they know who they are and what they, what they believe in, and they do not look to another human being to give them approval or to take care of them, the minute that you get into a, a situation of taking care of, you become vulnerable. So I want to go into gorilla pimping because it is the one that most of us know. And uh, there are gorilla pimps who are individual pimps, and there are gorilla pimps who are gang pimps. So you can be more than one kind of pimp. I, I want to come back to the gang pimping a minute. A couple of cases just to really lay it out for you. I had a, a, a survivor on one of my radio shows, just a very nice lady, just under 30 years old. Her husband, when she was 27, suddenly was killed. I can't remember if it was a car wreck or what it was, but he suddenly died. She was beside herself. She, I mean, she was totally unprepared for her life alone at that point. And what happened is a girl that she kind of knew down the street at, kind of befriended her. Especially when you're widows, you're especially vulnerable to people uh, coming in and taking over your life. In this particular case, this woman said, hey, you're alone, and you don't have much money. I'm alone. I don't have much money. How about I become your roommate? And she did not see it coming in any way. This girl moved in with her, but she was a gang girl who was being used in prostitution by the gangs. And gang girls being used by prostitution and other gangs will often recruit other girls. That is called a bottom girl. Out in the real world, it's called bottom bitch, bottom hoe. I don't like to call it that because it just doesn't help. But this was a bottom girl who moved into this girl's life and took over her entire life. Before long, the entire gang was hanging out at this woman's house. They took hold of her bank accounts, they took over her finances, and they took over the deed to her house. And they put this girl out for prostitution. Now, you don't think of that as pimping, but that female girl who moved into that house is what we call a female pimp, a bottom girl. Now, some of you have heard me talk about a case that's up here in Madeira and down here in Southern California. This is a tragic case of a 14-year-old girl. No, excuse me. She's a 16-year-old girl. I have a lot of cases. I cross over them in my mind. But anyway, what's left of my mind? (laughs) Anyway, But this girl, you know, went on a dating site. She sought out this guy. She liked the way he looked. And she, this guy agreed. He groomed her, he got her in a fantasy relationship. Hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you're my only girl, I'm gonna take care of you. I can't wait to be together. It looks like a boyfriend. This is called Romeo pimping, and it is also gang pimping. So, you can have more than one kind of profile in pimping in one individual, and that is exactly what was happening in this case. This girl uh, fell in love with the guy. The guy drove 300 miles, picked her up, brought her down here. And he went from boyfriend pimping to literally gorilla pimping. Gorilla like in the ape or gorilla like in the warfare. Nobody seems to know how it's spelled or right. You get a lot of this street urban dictionary kind of definition. They don't always agree. Either way, it's violent. When you move from boyfriend pimping to gorilla pimping, you have moved and changed processes. And boyfriend pimping, they start out looking like a relationship. In this case, the girl sought him out. I know of more than one case where the girl has gone on the dating site, fallen in love, and then solicits the relationship. She thinks it is going to be a good thing that they are going to be boyfriend and girlfriend and and off they go. In this particular case, he turned out to be a gang pimp who sold her into the gang, and that gang sold her to five more, four more gangs. She was sold to five gangs before it was over. So, in that case, you start out with boyfriend, girlfriend. Uh, I'm, I'm almost ready to call it online pimping because there is some of that kind of thing where the grooming process takes place online. They develop that fantasy relationship. And this is all about how pimping works they put you up on a pedestal and you want to live there, you want to be special. Who doesn't want to hear how good you are? This often takes place in the beginning of all relationships, quite frankly, where, wow, you're the most wonderful person on earth. And then, you know, three weeks later, well, you're a little chubby and you have something on your face there. Are you drooling or what? You know, <laughs> you slide off that pedestal really quick. The difference there is that it's an organized, planned grooming process to get you on a pedestal in that grooming process with boyfriend pimping. What happens is that you see yourself as being this little princess. Somebody that somebody else just idolizes. And we will all do whatever it takes to stay on that pedestal. We want to be important. We want to be special. We want to be liked. But then the decline happens, and you will do whatever you need to do to get back on the pedestal. That is that grooming process. And he understands it. So he systematically and slowly takes away all the attaboys all that you're beautiful, and he begins to make her dependent. It's called the Maslow hierarchy of needs, of starting out with uh, you know, self-esteem, that whole thing, meeting your basic needs, and then having that need of being loved and cherished and admired and wanted, and then bringing you down, and the rest of your life you will try to get back on that pedestal. By the way, that is the domestic violence Um uh, pyramid also is that your they start out good they love you it's wonderful the control begins the 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 degrading begins and you blame yourself somehow you're not quite as good as you once were and you your behavior will change to please them to get. Back up on that pedestal. That is the art of that grooming process, especially with Romeo pimping. This is Opal Singleton. The show is called Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity, brought to you by MillionKids.org. Please go to MillionKids.org, hit that Donate button, support this work. We appreciate you. We're up against that break. We'll be right back
0: educators civic leaders and first responders about how predators use social media apps chat rooms Crimes Against Humanity. Here again is Opal Singleton.
1: Hello and welcome back to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. This show is brought to you by MillionKids.org. If you want to continue your education, please follow Million kids on Facebook. We have cases there almost every day that are excellent for educating you. We're one of the few in the nation that, that puts that kind of thing out there. All of these shows are archived at exploitedcrimes.com. It is absolutely free. You can get an embed code and put the show on your website if you want to do that. It uh, doesn't cost you a thing to do it. There's more than 100 hours of free human trafficking training uh, at exploitedcrimes.com. You just go on there, hit Exploited go to exploitedcrimes.com, hit listen, and they go all the way down, and the latest shows are at the bottom. So I want to uh, explore here a little a little bit about why pimping works. Pimping is really based on Maslow's hierarchy of needs. I I alluded to that before the break. You know, if you look at Our needs. The first one for us are our basic needs. We need to eat. We need to sleep. We need to have some level of safety. And then it will move into esteem, self-esteem, and then self-actualization. So you say to yourself, why would anybody agree to allow a pimp to control your life? You don't realize it's happening. You may be an independent sex provider. This has happened way more than people realize. And this is what scares me about so many of these uh, uh, videotape things going on out there in the world. I'm not against technology. Don't get me wrong, but you know, TikTok will start out by you putting out a 15 second video of you twerking. Well, TikTok is such that they can text back to you, and they'll text back to you and go, "You're really hot." You know, let's meet me over on Instagram. And pretty soon they're starting to say, "Well, let's do some Snapchat, and uh, we'll sell these uh, these videos and these." Uh, the photos that you're making. And the next thing you know, they're into amateur pornography. Once those photos are out there, you're being blackmailed and they start out and they teach you to start to make some money by being sexually active, by, by putting your uh, image out there. And the problem is, is that you're thinking, wow, this is good. i pick up a little extra money here and there. And they begin to move in on you and say, Hey, you need an agent. You need somebody to protect you. You could be making a lot of money. This is a typical scenario that you see. This is the reason why you see me fighting this, this uh, Internet kind of thing going on and making money on, on your selfies. Because of the fact that they will then begin to move in and say, let me be your agent. I, I know how to place the ads. I'll get you the top customers. Uh, we will make you important. We will make you uh, uh, desired out there. We will make it so that you get big money. Uh, you can be famous doing this. There's a lot of famous porn stars, and, and that'll lead to Hollywood. And they have a line like you can't believe. And it's starting by, I'll take care of you. I'll keep you safe. I'll get. I'll keep out the bad guys. I'll help you make the most money. That is often part of how this all looks when they get started. This can happen in CEO pimping. OK, CEO pimping that one of the best models for that is Epstein, uh, Epstein, Epstein, depend on how you say that or how, where you're from. But anyway, uh, it, Maxwell was his bottom girl and he lived in a big mansion and he would send Maxwell out to the poor part of town. Hey you you want to make some money. only 200 bucks for massaging his feet. You do not have to do anything. That slippery slope there that she would find people who had needs who had financial needs, who thought that they could uh, earn their way through college or get a new car or thought and and the typical line on something like that to get them started is, hey, you're doing it anyway. Why not get paid? And what happened with Maxwell and and Epstein is you can massage his feet. You don't have to do this. However, when you get to that fancy mansion, you see all the other girls, and there are almost always other girls involved. It's a unique phenomenon in this. But when you start to see yourself having to do with sex and money, money and sex, and other girls, or being recruited by another girl, you already know that you are being sucked down that drain faster than you can ever realize. And if anybody's listening to this and you see somebody that's that close to that in their life, I hope you'll intervene, whether it's a 14-year-old girl or a 16-year-old go- girl who suddenly has a 20-year-old in his in her life that she's met on a dating site or at the mall, and mom and dad are saying, you're grounded, clean up your room, and he's saying, hey, baby, you're hot. Get that child counseling now. Get them away. Take a vacation. Go away. Get them in to help. Because they are being groomed, and that will start out, is that Romeo pimp. I want to go to the gorilla pimp next. Gorilla pimping can be male or female. 60% of our cases, we see a female gorilla pimp. That is a girl who is already in the life. They will use, being gangs and uh, these sex trafficking rings, will use a 17-year-old girl in a high school. She is as much a pimp as that guy down the street that has got a whole stable of 20-some girls. By the way, most pimps will often have Anywhere from three to, well, we had a pimp here locally, had almost 30 girls. They were all under 18 years of age, and he was a gorilla pimp. That's violent. In his case, he beat them. He shattered one girl's face with a toilet seat. We actually shattered the toilet seat with her face. Uh, He tattooed her his moniker on her her, uh, cheekbone. And I'm talking facial cheekbone here by the way in this case and in, and in one case raped a girl with a gun barrel think about what that is like that is violence to the extreme you say why would a girl take up with a gorilla pimp she usually doesn't she takes up with a boyfriend pimp and pretty soon she's part of a stable there's many other girls and they're violent they have a quota They need to be able to make usually $800 a night is the minimum. Sometimes it's $1,000 a night. If you're new at it, you might get away with $500 a night. And what will happen is that pretty soon, this is a problem. He gets her hooked on drugs. She's, she's She's starting to run away. She's a problem. He trades her to another pimp. You see these really nasty gorilla pimps that are... Cutting, burning, burning with an iron, uh, burning the private parts, uh, electrocuting the private parts, uh, hitting them with some acid, uh, gang raping them, gang sodomizing them in front of other pimps and other girls. You say, "Why why did that girl choose that nasty guy? She did not. She started on a dating site with a boyfriend and was traded and traded and traded. Sometimes the girls will choose up a different pimp. Yeah, you know, the first pimp will throw her out, and uh, trust me, she won't be gone very long. He'll come get her, but she will pick another pimp will come up and say, "Hey, he's not treating you right. I'll treat you better." But this guy is worse than the others. Takes all the profits, beats her badly, and so she will move from place to place. This thing has—it's uh, all about power, control, and money. Pimping, in many cases, has a psychological element of absolutely destroying another human being. It depends on the kind of pimp. Now, CEO pimp, it's not as obvious. In their case, they're running a business. They're keeping a set of books. They may be promising a modeling contract you may actually sign a contract and do some videos and you think that you're being you're working your way up in the corporate world they may send you out on a corporate date hey this guy's a CEO of a big corporation you know just treat him right and he'll take care of you we will get you into new york we will get you into milan we will get you into atlanta we'll get you in los angeles and probably what you're going to end up in is a as a strip joint in Detroit, okay. So, but it is a CEO pimp. They keep records. They have titles. It looks like a business, and that is an, a common way that you can start out into it. And the next thing you know, you're turning tricks in the parking lot of some strip joint, as they're telling you that you've got to get uh, comfortable with your with your body. So there are many different ways that pimping takes place. Now, in the next segment, we're going to talk a little bit about family pimping. Uh, that just happened, madam pimping. Uh, and we're also going to talk about the large-scale gang pimping. And how that takes place. My name is Opal Singleton. I have tens of thousands of hours of research on these subjects. I have been doing this for 12 years. I'm more than willing to share this information with you, which is why we do these podcasts. And uh, especially right now with the COVID thing, but we need financial support to make this happen. This organization always supported itself through speakers' fees and selling books. We do have a couple of books for sale. If you'll go to millionkids.org and look at them and buy those books, I'll sign them and send them to you. But if this information is helpful to you, I would truly appreciate it if you would go to millionkids.org and hit that donate button. We need your services. We need your support. We need your financial support. We need your prayers in ways we've never needed it before, especially during this time of COVID isolation. This is the time that we need to find out who our friends are, This is an important time in our life here if we're going to be able to continue these services. Please go to meandkids.org and hit that donate button. My name is Opal Singleton, and we will be right back.
2: Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com.
0: educators, civic leaders, and first responders about how predators use social media, apps, chat rooms, Crimes Against Humanity. Here again is Opal Singleton.
1: Hello and welcome back to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. We are talking about the multitude, the various wide range style of pimping. We have been talking about guerrilla pimping and I was thinking that most of the cases here in Southern California that we deal with are uh, typically, will have two to five guys all joined together. They may be gangs or they may have just an informal relationship where they've gotten together and said, hey, let's make some money. Uh, and those guys will often have somewhere between uh, two to 20 girls, 25 girls that they are controlling. They move them around from place to place and they will often uh, trade girls back and forth. A girl can be traded to multiple pimps often, and on top of it, we have seen some cases here that are just really, really sad in that a girl will have more than one pimp. Now, that girl's life isn't going to last very long. If you're trying to keep two to three pimps happy, you are not going to live very long. It is that situation. But one of the things that I want to point out is that it often looks like a family. And uh, so what will happen is that that one of the things that keeps the girls bound, other than the fact that they are told, you try to run and we will kill you. And believe me, they will. Uh, They will track them down. They will kidnap them back. You have to be very careful. This is why civilians should never get involved in going out and trying to rescue someone themselves. This is dangerous business. I want you to report it. I'm going to give you a reporting number in a minute, but do not get involved yourself. But what will happen here is that it will often look like a family, and so One of the reasons the girl doesn't run is that she's afraid she'll be killed. She's afraid that her family will be killed or her little brothers and sisters, or she knows that they will track her down and nearly kill her themselves. So don't get involved in it. But the other thing that you need to understand is that in that feeling is a feeling of inclusion, that she's part of something bigger than herself. They will often represent it as family. And so you need to recognize that you don't want to talk bad about the pimp. What you need to do is you need to report it and let the the uh, professionals, the law enforcement, understand how to do it. She will lie. She may... She may be beaten up, but she will defend that pimp till the cows come home. You don't call her prostitute. You don't call him pimp. And you never talk bad about the pimp. You report it. If you know of somebody that's involved in this, you can report it at 1-888-3737-888. And finally, I want to talk about family pimping as mom is your pimp. Because we have three cases of that in Riverside County. In these cases, one woman was selling out her 14-year-old daughter. She had been selling the 17-year-old for almost three years, and they were grooming the 11-year-old. This is often a mom who has a boyfriend, live-in usually, and usually on meth. So there is family pimping from that standpoint. Again, if you see somebody in trouble, call 911 and say what you think you're seeing, and don't be afraid to use the word traffic trafficking, or pimping. If you see a situation or a location, uh, dial 1-888-373-7888. Finally, I hope this information has been helpful to you. This, these are hard conversations to have. I don't appreciate having them, especially in a time of COVID. We're already depressed. But we're seeing more and more activity than ever before. I am taking on situations almost every day, sometimes twice and three times a day, where you'll have kids who are sending naked photos. They go out. They meet up with that pedophile. They try to get that photo back. They get raped. By that time, they're violated. And you might as well turn tricks because you're ruined. We're seeing that scenario. And uh, we we are in more need of financial support than ever before. Never in the life of me and kids have we had an inability to be self-supporting. We've always appreciated your donations and like that, but we also wanted to earn our own money by making presentations and selling books. We believe in being self-sufficient. However, with COVID, we can't do that. And if there was ever a time, I need your donation, it is right now. More than ever, we have cases. More than ever, we have young people who are now apparently not going to go back to school and are going to have more time online than ever before. That is a disastrous situation. I remember a movie called Hall- Hallelujah Trail years ago where the, I think the cowboys and the Indians and the bad guys all came together and, and nobody got hurt. <laughs> but that's what's happening is we have a convergence of events here no one could have ever predicted where we literally cannot make live presentations and go out and sell our books. And people are hurting, they're unemployed, and the donations are way down. But the work is way up. So if you can find it in your heart, if there's a foundation where we can get a grant, if there is a something that we can apply for, if you can just cut us a personal check or a corporate check, we would greatly appreciate it. Go to millionkids.org. Hit that donate button or you can write to me at opal, O-P-A-L, at meandkids.org Follow us on Facebook, buy my books, whatever you've got to do here. I hope the information's been helpful. If you have questions, if you want uh, some other information, email me at opal at millionkids.org, and we will get that information to you and whatever we can do. We've had years and years and years of research, and we are here prepared to share it with you. We do have a documentary coming out. Those of you that invested in our documentary, we are going to need more funding for distribution and like that, but it's coming out. It'll be coming out in February of next year, but the filming has started. We're on our way. Folks, I can't tell you how much you mean to me. I appreciate you a whole lot, that you're out there, that you want to listen, that you want to get involved. Write to me at at opalatmeandkids.org. Go there and hit that donate button. We appreciate you. This week, put your arms around your kids, tell them how much you love them, take good care of them, get involved with their social media, and bond as a family. That is your biggest defense. Tell your kids how important they are to you. This is Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Thank you for listening. Share this show with everyone you know. We'll see you next Thursday morning, 7 a.m. California time. Have a great week, folks.